I am Haley Fouts, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I will be discussing some of the crazy experiences we've had with COVID this past year, including how it's affected small businesses, education, some of my own personal experiences, and I'll mix in some guest experiences as well with interviews. I hope you enjoy my COVID analysis podcast. This will be a fun adventure. As you all know, hopefully, this last year has been a very tough one. We just have not been able to catch a break between shutdowns, quarantines, masking, social distancing, yada yada yada. One demographic, however, that has been hit especially hard is small business owners. So many entrepreneurs had to make some incredibly hard decisions, and unfortunately, not everyone was able to stay afloat. Within the first three months of the pandemic, being February to April, the number of working business owners dropped from 15 million to 11.7 million due to mandates and health concerns. That's like 22%. That's a lot. According to a couple of studies done about the effect of COVID on small businesses, the total hours worked per week dropped about 29% within these three months. This pattern wasn't unique to small businesses. People were laid off a lot, um, and because of that, that average number of hours would have been dropped as well. It's concerning, however, to see just how impactful those first three months of the pandemic were and how damaging they were to the small business community. Across the boards, it is shown that April is was the biggest drop in working business owners. And um, according to an interview that I held with my cousin, who owns his own small business, as well as a location for Snap Fitness that's in Ogden, he had a similar experience where um, revenue just tanked in April. Due to some technical difficulties, I'm not able to share the actual interview that I had with him, but I am able to impart some of his wisdom. He said that when they saw a revenue decline in April, it was mostly because they had a single method of revenue. Um, And because of that, they had to learn how to diversify and spread their resources in other ways. I will come back to more of what he said in just a minute, but something to think about is that America's um, economy has been based on innovation and entrepreneur for ever. And because of due to because of COVID-19 and all of the restrictions and health concerns that come with it, small businesses, aka the innovation and entrepreneurship, have suffered immensely. Um, According to an article on the Wall Street Journal, this means more power to big corporations, which doesn't bode well for America's signature economic um, strategy. Think of those um, memes, the big theme of the memes over the summer especially. We had political memes such as, eat the rich, because people do not like the idea of big corporations playing puppet master. And because so many small businesses went under, many of the um, bigger corporations were able to capitalize on that and gain 
more revenue and more income and um, sort of monopolize different industries. In Mike's case, my cousin, however, he was able to turn that around a little bit. The way that Mike's gym was able to approach the um, restrictions that were given to them because of the pandemic and the way that they were able to change their way of um, doing things actually benefited them in the long run. Many of the bigger gyms struggled because they lost their customers to the smaller gyms such as Snap Fitness where it felt more localized, it was on a more personal level, um, and there weren't so many complications to go around, such as setting reservations for the gym and so on. You don't want to set a reservation for the gym, you just want to go when you want to go. And because of that, many of the bigger gyms like Vasa lost their customers to um, Snap Fitness, and that benefited them a great deal. To wrap this segment up, I just want to say that um, not all of the experiences that small businesses had in this pandemic were bad. Like, in Mike's case, it was a big learning experience for him, and um, he was able to implement business tactics that um, really benefited and improved his company. So while it's really easy to look at it and say, what do you wish you would have done differently? Or, um, what was the hardest thing? Or, do you wish that it hadn't happened? It's important to look back and say, hey, this was the hard thing. We did this and this and this. And now, like for Mike, this is his full-time job now. Like, he doesn't need to split his time between two different places. He's just there full-time and it's working out fantastically for him. Other small businesses... Um, have likely had very similar experiences and it just goes to show that um, if you take on the situation and you're ready to improve and try new things that you can succeed and that you can take your business or anything for that matter to the next level and COVID has definitely taught us that if anything else if nothing else sorry and that wraps up this very long segment of how COVID has affected small businesses. In this next segment, I'll be discussing how per COVID has affected my personal life. Now, while it's definitely been a struggle, I'm going to throw a disclaimer out there. There have been many people who have struggled way more than me. So, let's just get into it, shall we? I think my biggest struggle with COVID has been um, the fact that I'm an athlete and I play team sports, which are difficult to play when you are supposed to social distance or wear masks. Um, it's just not very... Basketball and volleyball just are not very COVID-friendly sports, you know? I did a comp team for basketball for the first time this year, and I was so hyped about it. And then COVID went psych, you thought, and um, my like six or seven uh, tournaments that were supposed to be in California and Las Vegas, Colorado ended up being one in Colorado and like one or two in Idaho. And it just, those just aren't as exciting, you know? 
it was kind of an interesting experience for me, though, because I was able to learn that just because um, you aren't able to go to these big tournaments and um, have these cool experiences, you are able to still learn and grow. You're still able to have instruction over Zoom. You're still able to get outside with a ball and dribble up and down your driveway. And you're still able to get better. Like, a global pandemic isn't going to stop you. Aside from sports, though, um, I struggled a little bit with, you know, the whole thing where you can't go out and see friends and um, be outside and hug people. Yeah, I'm a little bit of an extrovert, so that was very hard on my mental health. Um, the bonus, however, is that I do have multiple hobbies, so I wasn't going entirely stir-crazy. Um, for example, I um, painted my bedroom. I now have flowers painted all over my room. Um, it's kind of fun. I have a whole garden on my wall. Um, so that's nice. With the volleyball season, we had to shut down for a couple of weeks because a couple girls had tested positive and um, they didn't have what we did with basketball where we tested every other week and so um if two people had it it was just as good as the whole entire team having it um thankfully with basketball and the testing we were able to keep going which was like a lifesaver because i thought postponing the season for two weeks was like the end of the world i could not imagine shutting it down in the middle of the season so we're glad that didn't happen and now moving on to our next segment, because I'm sure you've all heard enough of my rambling about how much COVID sucks, but it sucks. <laughs> For this next segment, I will be discussing how COVID has affected education, and for that, um, as mentioned in my last segment, you're probably all sick of listening to me just talk. So, I brought in a good friend of mine, Katie Meisner. Hello. <laughs> um, so Katie, um, how has a co- how has COVID affected your education? Well, it's been a little bit rough, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when school got shut down last year, uh, my mom was 100% sure that we'd be back by May, and then we weren't, and then was sure things would be back to the normal by summer, and then it wasn't, and then by school year, and then it wasn't. So that was unfortunate, but we've been working through it. Online has been tough, as everyone is well aware. Yeah. Um, some teachers handled it better than others in that aspect. Yeah. Some kind of gave a lot of work, but didn't really like teach about the homework. Yeah. And then others did a whole lot of, like, read this. And awesome. <laughs> and yeah, that wasn't preferable. <laughs> and so I feel like in a lot of ways it was easier. In some ways it was harder because it's harder to learn by yourself. But And it's also a lot harder to have the motivation to do stuff. So I know that yes. a lot of kids are just unmotivated and have Fs at the moment, even now that we're back in school. Yeah. No one wants to do anything, which is understandable, because it's kind of depressing a little bit, because that you can't do anything else besides go to school. <laughs> yeah. Like, for me, having the motivation to do my homework, like, a lot of people enjoyed having school go at their own pace when we were online school, you know? But, like, for me, that was terrible, because I just 
didn't have any motivation. And so my grades were tanking. Oh, no. That makes sense. <laughs> They're still not fantastic. But with the structure, with the structure, it's a lot more helpful because then I have people keeping me on track. Whereas at home, I'm just like, no, I'll just sit in bed. <laughs> all day not do anything yeah I personally liked the do it at my own pace a little bit better just because then I like could procrastinate a little bit but I also basically just had all day to do anything like my homework rather than part of the day Mm because no one else was doing anything either like I can go hang out with my friends or like go do other extracurricular activities so I had all day to procrastinate rather than part of the day and then oops gotta go to a basketball game or something like yeah. So, yeah, I personally liked going at my own pace, and, like, now, like, I just have gotten in the habit of procrastinating, and it <laughs> actually has a due date, and I'm like, oh, no, now I'm going to have a mental breakdown because yeah. I didn't do it earlier. <laughs> yeah. And is it just me, or have the has the back and forth been awful? Back and forth between? Like, online and being in school? Like, if they oh, had just chosen, yeah. we're going to be online, or we're going to be in school. Yeah. But, like, the back and forth where we're online in school online in school i have struggled with that yeah like when at first when we were on the hybrid schedule that was i literally hated the idea because i wouldn't get to see half of my friends and then half like even for officer class we have a class period sixth period where we do stuff and so there was there's 29 of us total and 20 of us were on one day and nine of us were on the other day Oof. And if we did an activity, then we had to do it twice, but only nine people were there to run it the next day. And Eesh. so that was that was rough, and that kind of sucked. But after a while, I kind of got used to it and kind of enjoyed just having every other day off, kind of. Even if uh-huh. it wasn't technically off, it was still like I didn't have to wake up early, and I didn't right. have to whatever But not else. waking up early was nice. Yeah, but now that we're back in full schedule, I'm glad with that, except for when we shut down, because being online is the worst, and actually being on Zoom from 7.30 until 2.30 is awful, because you're sitting at a screen, and you don't want to do anything after school technically gets out, and some teachers, like, keep you in the entire Zoom, and then you have to immediately get on a different one. Yeah, because then it's just basically homework all day long, and that feels like that. Terrible. It is. Okay, well, thank you for answering my questions. It's greatly appreciated, and I'm sure people enjoyed listening to something other than just me. Of course, I'm always happy to help out. It's greatly appreciated. Anyway, thank you all for sitting through this podcast. I hope you learned something, and I hope you were able to laugh a little bit, too. all agree that COVID has been a huge bump in the road for all of us and we've learned some things, things that we're grateful for, things that we would rather live without and through it all we're glad that it's slowly but hopefully coming to an end. Once again thank you for sitting through my podcast and I hope that all of the people of the world out there who are listening in can have a wonderful life and hopefully COVID doesn't get the best of you. You got this.